We have to find the book to get home. Sam knocked his head on the nearest coconut. Oh, fine. That's just fine. I mean, that should be easy. Thanks to Lame Brain Treasure Hunter here, there aren't that many people to ask for the book. Let's see. We could ask this coconut. We could ask that seagull. We could ask the ocean. We could ask the... Oh, no. What's an oh, no? I asked. Sam pointed out to the ocean. We could just see the front of a sailing ship appearing from around the edge of the island. Hey, it looks like a ship, said Fred. Three guesses what kind of ship, Einstein, said Sam. And the first two don't count. We clutched our trees and watched the front of the ship turn into what looked like a huge wooden ocean liner. Except this ocean liner had cannons, and it was flying a flag from its mast. A black flag with a white skull. Oh, no, said Fred. He went back up the tree fast. Chapter 2 while the pirates drop anchor and load their rowboat, maybe I should back up and explain how we three guys happened to find ourselves up in the coconut trees and in big trouble 275 years before our time. It was just a week after the last time we traveled through time, and that was more than a thousand years before this time, which is a later time if you're just reading this for the first time, in your own time, which... Oh, forget it. Let me start one more time. Last week, my time, I got a birthday present from my Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is a magician. He gave me a book. It had strange silver writing on the front that said, The Book. When Fred opened the book, it transported my two best friends, Fred and Sam, and me to King Arthur's time. We met a bunch of knights, a dragon, a giant, and stuff like that. But you can read about that some other time. To get back to this time, the week after we got back to our time, Fred and Sam came over to my house to check out the book again. I've been thinking about this time travel stuff, said Fred, and I think we should go somewhere worth our while. Fred sat on my bed still wearing his baseball uniform, tossing his baseball up and catching it. Kids in those magic books I've read are always so dumb. They always wish for exciting adventures or some garbage like that. And they never take anything useful with them, like a machine gun or a jet. I say we wish for a pile of money and come back millionaires. Sam looked up from his comic book. No way. It will never work. If you had ever made it to the end of any of those magic books, you would know that magic is very tricky. Like Joe's uncle said, be careful what you wish for, you might get it. We could wish for a pile of money, end up in a bank, and get shot by Jesse James. I sat at my desk, trying to perfect my disappearing quarter trick. Sam's right, it's not like faking people out with coin tricks. 
Let's just be a little more careful this time and figure out exactly what we're going to wish for. I looked at the midnight blue book on my desk. Magic can backfire on you even when you're trying to do good, said Sam. And it will definitely mess you up if you're greedy. So, Mr. Know-it-all, what do you want to wish for? asked Fred, pulling his baseball cap down over his eyes. I think we should go visit some famous historical figure and see what they were really like. Fred threw his ball up to the ceiling and caught it. Go visit some famous historical figure? Get out of here. You should be in one of those other lame magic books with all the other stiffs. Who wants to go visit some famous dead guys? Sam pushed his glasses up. I do. Get a life, said Fred. So we go visit George Washington.